Right? I'm mid-conversation as we're starting. Jason? Yes. What's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker. This is WQ Water Cooler, episode number 138. Today we're talking about hacking WordPress core. And why you shouldn't do it. And why you shouldn't do it. Let's go around this the room. This is going to be a very short episode. Get everyone introduced. George? No. <laughs> Hi, I'm George Stefanis. I'm a core contributor to WordPress Open Source Project. I run the Jetpack plugin for a little company called Automatic, and I'm from my local Lancaster, Pennsylvania meetup group. Um, yeah, I like shiny things and people that don't hack core. Sarah, what about you, girl? Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm the production manager at Zeek Interactive. I run the uh, design meetup of OC WordPress, which meets tonight. And uh, I'm helping to plan OC WordCamp, which is this weekend. And I don't hack WordPress core. Awesome. Steve, you hack WordPress core. Tell us about yourself every day. Uh, <laughs> I'm Steve Zangit. I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress meetup. Nice. Suzette, how about Hello. you? Hello, everybody. I'm Suzette Frank. I am a freelance WordPress professional and teacher with Girl Develop It, and um, I can't think of anything else to say. <laughs> do you hack WordPress core? I do not hack WordPress core, but if I do, I do it with plugins. Awesome. That's not hacking WordPress. Well, well I don't want to talk well, about Trevor yet. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. Trevin, how about you? Yeah, so I'm Trevin. I'm a... Uh, uh, front-end engineer at Flywheel, where I do a lot of WordPress theme development, and I hack WordPress core all the time. <laughs> and you also, submit, the, and you also submit those hacks upstream and track, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. It's bad. Oh, I'm Jason oh. Tucker. You can find me, Jason Tucker, on Twitter, and I blog over at WPMedia.pro and JasonTucker.us. So let's talk about why George doesn't like Trevin. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have his lower third turn on, but we'll uh, reserve judgment on that for the moment. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about core first. What is core? You know, you got you got people so, here that don't even know what that is. So let's talk, talk about, about that a wait more. people on the cooler or people in the audience that don't know what it is. A little bit of both, I guess. <laughs> I've been click installing. Okay, this so what's like to Jason? What core is? Uh, so <laughs> Core is the core of WordPress software. When you go to WordPress.org, click download and install, you get the core WordPress install. Uh, it should theoretically be the same as every other core WordPress install of that same version all around the world, which means that plugins are expecting core to behave one way, it'll behave that way. Uh, when uh, hosting companies expect something to happen, it'll happen. When users expect something, their expectations are met. Um, but when you go and do a very dirty thing called hacking WordPress core, you're making changes in it before giving it to someone else, or you're making changes in your own version. And this is a very naughty thing for several reasons that we're about to go into. So let's let's wait. Let's get a little bit more specific than that, right? Core yes. is core is a, is a series of PHP files, right? It's open, it's available, and I can write, I can change it if I want, right? It, 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 I have the ability to change it once I've downloaded yes. it. Yeah, but I under, under the GPL, it explicitly gives you the <laughs> right to change it. Sarah, what was it? I, I, I can technically punch anybody I want in the face, but you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yes. <laughs> Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. So yes. what are those files? Those are the ones that start with wp-dash that live inside the, the main web root of your WordPress install if you haven't done any trickery of moving that around or anything. 
and then all of the folders within it or directories within it are those files as well. Uh, except for WP content, which is special, kind of. Yeah, which is pretty much what we're going to you know, end up talking about here when it comes to hacking WordPress core and what things you should be doing instead of editing those PHP files. Because, you know, you see these, these web developers who are like, oh, I know how to edit PHP. I see a bunch of PHP files. Let me start making changes. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I want to update. And they update the, the site, and then they're like, oh, where did all my changes go? Yeah, and this is, historically, it used to be necessary to do that for a lot of open source software distributions you would download. Uh, if anyone has ever worked with OS Commerce, if you wanted to install a extension or a plugin for OS Commerce, you would download it as a series of files that you would load in and then change some constants in the core files. You actually had to hack Core. The downside of this is it meant that you were then locked into that version of core and you could not update to get more secure versions of the files, bug fixes, and core enhancements. Uh, so PHP by hacking... Nuke was like that too. Mm -hmm. I was like, uh, oh, we've got to go in there and make all these changes. Which is why one of the best things that WordPress did early on was have a very rich plugins API so that you can just drop PHP code in a special, special location and it'll just work and it won't get overwritten anytime you want to do something new. So Jason mentioned something important, is if I do hack core, and then I push that update button, right, whatever changes I've written to core could be overwritten, yeah. right? Because it's, it's, WordPress is now downloading files that I may have changed at some point. Definitely. Same with plugins. If you go and change your, if you go and edit a plugin that exists and then you update the plugin, poof, all those changes have disappeared. There is one file that is different, though, you, that um, hasn't been mentioned yet. You can make changes to your WP config file to affect WordPress behavior, and that will not be overwritten. Yes. Yes. But that's, um, not, part of, that's not, WP config is not part of core. It's right? not, WP it's not config part of the core. Sample, okay. sample comes with core, but that's yes. meant for you to copy and then create your own WP-config file. Or just use the five-minute wizard, which will do it for you. Right? It's easy. It's easy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. A wizard. <laughs> I mean, and really what we're talking about, we're talking to developers, right? Most, most people who are just doing a one-click install of WordPress are never going to experience what we're talking about. Unless you happen to do a one-click install through cPanel. Oh, let's talk about that. <laughs> so there's something that came to light a couple of weeks ago, which is that These are softballs, by the way. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> cPanel's CP add-ons uh, was in, when you click install WordPress for me, would not actually install cPanel, it's, would not install WordPress itself, it would install a version of WordPress with several small changes made to it. Maybe like five, ten lines changed in all, but what these changes did is they basically neutered WordPress so WordPress could no longer update itself. Oh, that's Ooh. not good. Wow. I mean, this is done so that their external system, because they were trying to Instead of having WordPress update itself, uh, you could go into cPanel and update it from there. The problem is, if I'm running a shared hosting account and I've got 10 different clients on that shared hosting account, they don't have access to the cPanel, and they may never be able to update their WordPress site because it's then been disabled in WordPress itself. Um, or if someone decides to go in and use FTP, the old school way of updating WordPress, uh, that would then overwrite the cPanel changes and then what they thought they were so smart by changing uh, just gets wiped out anyway and the system's more broke than it had been to start with. I, I, I like your use of the word neutered. 
Was that a secret <laughs> word today that I didn't know about? No, but it, it, it's applicable. You're basically taking it and you're... I liked it. Step, step. <laughs> it works. I like. It's never going to have descendants. It's never going to evolve. It's never going to have progeny. It's never going to... David Arsenault likes to use the term "file off," like he, something something got filed off of the uh, of the of the core, so it, it no longer recognizes itself. Oh no! Sorry, hmm. just. Right. So let, let's. I guess we should probably talk about a little bit about like what you can do instead of going in there making changes to PHP files that are in WordPress. Yes. You know, the the idea is that there's this API that's available to you that you can use to do this. There's um, hooks and filters that you can use to kind of tap into this stuff too. I mean, the bottom line is there are always going to be a couple small things about Core that you may not be able to change using a plugin, um, or you just you can change it. You just need to basically rewrite the entire thing yourself. Um, like you can always unregister an admin page and just do your own thing off the init action and then exit when you're done to entirely replace it. You probably shouldn't do this, but it's better than modifying the core files. Um, but I, just by plugging in, you can use plugins, traditional plugins, or if you are shipping modifications along with a version of WordPress, you can just slipstream them in by dropping them into the wp-content-slash-mu-plugins folder that you may need to create yourself, and then those will automatically run and be loaded just uh, from the start as soon as someone decides to actually install that distribution you're passing along. All right, we, we just lost about 90% of our audience. So, <laughs> so let's... <laughs> seriously, so let's, let's, let, let's backtrack here a minute, all right? Um... <laughs> Not that I've ever done this, but I have heard that this happens, right? <laughs> I'm not guilty of this. But uh, a former version of me may have hacked core at one time in, in, in a past life. And then God went and killed a kitten. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, and yes, Jason, I've totally done it. <laughs> so, so here's the deal. If, 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 if I do decide that I'm going to hack core... Okay. Let's just say for argument's sake. I'm not saying right. I'm not recommending it. I'm not saying it's a good idea. Um, the one thing to keep in mind is I, I've got to keep track of those changes somewhere because on the next update, I've got to make those same changes the next time around for my stuff to work. Again, yep. I'm not condoning this. Right? There's, always, <laughs> there's always a workaround. But as George pointed out, there are some things that are not accessible with hooks. They're few and far between, but there are some things that are not accessible uh, with hooks. So, but what are hooks? Can you define hooks for... Absolutely. So um, most of the things that you're going to want to change inside of WordPress are accessible through uh, either a hook, uh, excuse me, either an action or a filter, right? So WordPress will call a filter, and I can tap into that filter to make a change for something that I want to customize. What that means is that piece... That, that, that function that I've written sits outside of core, right? So that the next time core gets updated, the filter gets called, and my functionality still works. That is the way to do it. So yep. I covered a couple of different things there. So again, I'm not recommending that you hack core, but if you do, track your changes very carefully because yeah. it's only going to work for you 
right? It's only for a specific need, and the next update is probably going to overwrite your chain, so you're going to need to make it again. Again, not condoning that. The proper way to do it is through the is through uh, action, through hooks. So actions and filters. So if what you about? you do have your install be a git git clone of WordPress, uh, and then have it be a branch that you've made your changes in, and then you can rebase onto each subsequent release. So are you saying that? Word, are you exactly saying that what we're gonna do? Okay. Are you saying that WordPress has been forked? <laughs> I'm curious to hear what you guys think about um, using like a, a functionality plugin mm -hmm. versus you know putting all of your functions and functions that PHP in a theme. I oh, think it's awesome. I, yeah, it, it intimidated me a long time because I mean, as as I think I've mentioned on the show before, I, I you know, I I'm if, if code is poetry, I'm ee coming. It's you know, if you squint <laughs> hard, hard enough at it, you're like, oh yeah, I kind of see where you're going with this, and I guess this works. But okay, um, I, I was really intimidated by the idea of creating functionality plugins. So I was like, oh, it's a plugin. I don't know how to do that. But then I found out that it's just basically you you think of it as a functions.php file with a header on it, and you yeah. just roll from there, and it's beautiful. I, I think of functions.php that is anything that is custom and specific to the theme that I'm writing, right? That's what, those things I put inside of functions.php. Anything that I'm going to use outside of themes, meaning a function that I want to keep even if I switch a theme. Like a custom post type or something. Exactly. I put that in a plugin. That yeah. way, if I switch themes, it's not broken. Yeah. There's actually a really cool plugin called uh, WordPress Code Snippets. And what it does is it um, instead of putting everything in your functions.php, it allows you to save code snippets. Like for instance, you want to load like a Google font. So you can enable like that just that code snippet to enable a certain Google font or disable it. And I kind of like that approach for development. Now once I get ready to hand this off, that's when I would take all that functionality and either move it into a site-specific plugin or into the functions.php file. Let me let me extend this a little bit. Uh, what the two of the plugins that I use frequently are Advanced Custom Fields and Custom Post Type UI. Right. A lot of the times when I write something in ACF, I'll want to extend that to another site, or maybe it's a multi-site install, and I want to extend that throughout the multi-site. So both of those plugins give you the ability to export all the code that it's writing. That's so, awesome. So so I I like to get ACF set to what I want, take that code, and then encapsulate that in a plugin so that I don't have to worry about setting up those fields on every site that I write. Same and thing with custom post type yeah. UI. And you have to route the client going in and saying, ooh, what does this button do? Absolutely. <laughs> so, you, so you use that like when you're developing and then you just grab that code and put it into a plugin? Yep. Yeah. Very interesting. And, and again, I, you, you said it perfectly. I'll use ACF as a very easy way just to lay out all my meta boxes and then grab the code when I'm done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Love ACF. Very cool. Yeah. I do, I do the same thing. Yay. <laughs> the, the, hack, the most hackiest thing, I want to hear what you guys did that was the most hackiest thing. But the most <laughs> hackiest thing that I ever did was try to CQ the gallery short code and rewrite the gallery shortcode so that it would include the title and the field. I think that was the most, and I couldn't get it to work, and I spent a long time on it, but that was probably the most hackiest thing I've ever done. 
What about you guys? So I did uh, custom post types and custom taxonomies before they were a thing in core, and I added in a term taxonomy meta table uh, so I could add arbitrary meta onto categories because it seemed better than linking posts to posts using categories to sort them out. And, oh boy, it was a bit of a gobbledygook mess when I was done with it, but I did it all in a plugin, so... So you're trying to reinvent taxonomies? No, I, I was... You're trying to invent I was, them. I was pre-inventing <laughs> it, because this was before <laughs> WordPress. He was exploring. <laughs> he was exploring. Yeah, this, um, is, this is before it actually shipped with Core that you could do custom post types uh, and custom taxonomies. Okay. Yeah. My hack is is pretty technical. So um, some of the sites that I was working on were um, had a lot of posts and a lot of comments, and so we were having a specific scalability problem with the SQL calc found rows uh, uh, issue inside of the query uh, string. So we literally had to go in and and hack the the core WordPress query to take that piece <laughs> out and actually add our own uh, query structure in place. Wow. That's since been opened up to a hook, so it's it's hookable now. But for many many iterations of WordPress, we'd have to go back in with these couple of client sites and redo that that query string that we were inserting. I mean, now can't you actually just swap your entire class instead of the WPDB class? You uh, just a child. <laughs> you you can yes, okay. and 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 you can turn the SQL calc found rows off within your okay. get posts or WP query uh, string. It's part of the arg arguments now. Sorry, go on. <laughs> so yeah. what? Yeah, please. Yeah, so when I first started working with WordPress, I was working with, um, uh, well, I was freelancing, and I kind of subcontracted out the work for my first WordPress site. And uh, we hacked, like, the user.php file to add roles uh, and change roles based on user. And that was terrible <laughs> when you went to upgrade the site. I mean, all your user roles were just broke. So that was bad. I tried to get Gallery 2, which was Gallery at the beginning, too. <laughs> To, to, to load it in WordPress. Gallery or Gallery 2. Um, yeah, that, that's, that was one of the things that I tried to do, was try to get their kind of I'm weird... So I, think, I think, I forget what they were using at the time for their templating engine, but trying to get that thing to, like, shoehorned into WordPress, that was... <laughs> I'm sorry I almost killed George, but yeah, that, that, <laughs> that's what I tried to do. Luckily, somebody finally came around and actually made a plug-in for that, and then I ended up ditching it. But the idea is to try to get uh, an existing gallery to show up in my WordPress site, and that was a lot of fun. I had to uh, I had to temporarily hack Core once because uh, this was... God, I forget which WordPress version it was, but it was when the has shortcodes um, function was introduced in Core, but a lot of themes had already... Had, a lot of themes had been using it. So when you tried to upgrade... Core, the core on themes that were already using it, it just white screened the whole thing and it was a nightmare. Oh, because so, that has the... It was, it was trying to register this function twice. Exactly. Okay. So I had, to, I had to dig into core and pull that out until the theme developer could get around to undoing everything. Because you'd rather um, hack core than hack the theme? Uh, it, whatever was happening, I was trying to comment it out of the theme, and it was still white screening the site, so I had to I had to comment it out of core. Wow, that's interesting. 
Yeah, so that was super fun. You're, you're like Angelina Jolie in Hackers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When, 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 whenever we talk Crash about this stuff, I always, I always think of the really cheesy hacker movies, like like Hackers, which is the classic, yeah. or Sneakers, or Sword oh, Clicky Yeah, <laughs> or like on, 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 you know, on TV where it's like, oh no, Wasn't it Swordfish where they put a gun to Hugh Jackman's head and made him hack <laughs> something within 60 seconds when he hadn't touched a computer in like 15 years? Yeah. <laughs> That that always works. That's, ac- that's actually wow. how I feel at work every single day. That, I mean, that's how we make our website. <laughs> just put a gun. Just I, use that. I, I digress. Later, you're done. Well, that's what the production manager does, right? <laughs> oh, I. That's what I was hired. Never apply to Zeke. That was. <laughs> that's that. Hey, George. That's good advice, just in general. <laughs> <laughs> Because then you end up getting stuck with us. So we've talked about we've talked about uh, custom uh, our post type UI. We've talked about you know doing that with uh, trying to build uh, custom post types. We've talked about uh, working with uh, plugins. We've talked about working with themes, and then the idea of child theming, which is something that you know that you definitely want to get into because allow your updates to happen. You know, uh, there's no real child plugins. You know where you can like child Child theme a plugin. Child <laughs> plugin a plugin. Right, right. There's nothing like that. I mean, at that point, you're just kind of forking it and, and building yeah. your own off yeah. of it. I've I've overwritten well, parts let, of plugins by creating functionality plugins. So let's talk about something that's a little bit more um, uh, non-techy. That that didn't make sense. Let's talk about something that's a little bit non-techy, right? So I. I'm in our audience. I'm watching this show. I have no idea what we just said for the past 23 minutes. Right? <laughs> it's, it's completely over my head. Right? But I employ a developer right, who is working on my site. How do I communicate this or ask this of my developer if they've hacked core or done something that's a no-no? Oh, I would say that the, the biggest red flag, I mean, when I was freelancing, this would come up like a number of times, that somebody was told along the way, don't ever click the update button in WordPress. I, I get that a lot. That's common. Yeah, so I would say if your developer is telling you do not ever click the update button, something has gone wrong. Yep. Or and they, they have messed up something. That doesn't necessarily mean they've hacked core. Often it's just we don't know what updates it will do, and it'll, it works now. Let's not jinx it. Uh, but often if someone says don't click the update button, that's more they don't know enough to be confident in it, at least for core updates. Plugin updates, sure, let's be kind of hesitant and make sure we know what they're doing before we take the next version. But I I, I agree with you. I mean, it could be a number of different things, but typically when I've heard this, and I've heard this a lot, typically that means that something was uh, not written to be WordPress friendly, right? Or (laughs) core was hacked at some point. it's, It's either of those two things. Yeah, I think it's a bad, bad thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've encountered that a lot with um, inheriting client sites, and and it's not always core, but it's plugins. You know, like a lot of WooCommerce plugins or something. If they get updated, um, or if they're behind and WordPress is updated, it's just they just don't work and they white screen. So, and if you ever see a plugin that says something like, "Okay, installation steps: one, install the plugin; two, activate the plugin; three, open the plugin file and paste your API key in here." Run the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. 
That wouldn't that wouldn't be that wouldn't go very well. I mean, that thing is that even like you know going back to like the the general users, they they just want to install it and start using it immediately. They don't want to have to go and like you know uh, you know partition the hard drive and install the operating system and then and like lay the crystals and, over your hard drive and pray. <laughs> oh, back to crystals again. Here we go. <laughs> so, so I gotta you know I gotta give a shout out to. Um, um, the hosting companies that are out there that are controlling core, right? Yeah. So there's some hosting companies that don't even let you access core. They 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 control it for you. Um, so Travis, we've got you on. Is that something that Flywheel does? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, to an extent, like we we prevent, um, uh, like like we prevent most of. Access to the core um, and like the HD access and stuff we don't, we don't give access to, um, just because you know it's you don't need to edit core and if you do need to, you know you're doing you're doing it the wrong way. So I've never hosted anything on Flywheel, so uh, you pardon me if if, if if this sounds ignorant. Uh, I'm 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 used to WP Engine and Pagely, and they don't give you any access to core. You, they, you don't even touch those files. Matter of fact, Page you know Pagely's come from a, a central. Um, sort of alias repository, which I think is a good thing, right? I don't even I don't even have the ability to do it. So as part of my Git repos, I don't even check in core. It's not. It used to be part of my Git repos. So core and all the updates we all go through Git. Now it's just my WP content folder, which is what I'm, I'm committing to Git, which is a good thing. Yes, because exactly. that's the stuff that I should be focused on. Right. Yeah. Like we just. Uh, I mean, like our marketing theme, we just have. Um, our theme is a is a Git repo, and we use uh, deploy HQ to just automatically de deploy that, and that's all that we're touching. You know, whenever we make updates to the site, so great. Yeah. Now, do you does Flywheel do automatic updates? Do you guys control the uh, the updating of, of core? We do, yeah. And you know, whenever there's our I'm sitting right next to all our our uh, uh, back end engineers. But Are they smiling right now? <laughs> Yeah, they're laughing at me. They're like, what okay, good. <laughs> then we're doing uh, our job. Yeah. <laughs> no, they definitely have to keep an eye on all the vulnerabilities and stuff and security patches that come out um, and, and do updates. So. Now, as a, as a client, do I have the ability to say, don't update uh, WordPress for me? You do to an extent. We've had clients that say, like, hey, we have this plugin that we're working on. You know, like, if the latest update will break it, can you not, can you halt the update? For this, for a little bit, and we're like, sure, you know, we'll put them on a list that so it doesn't update. But um, it, those are kind of few and far between. Okay, so just the schemes of the world. And so yeah. I'm just gonna give one last call out to our listeners that if you do like hacking core, uh, I just have one request: um, join the WordPress development community and submit your patches back upstream to core. If it's something that should be in core and it's a change that should really be there, odds are it'll get accepted and merged in. Then you won't have hacked core, you would have contributed to core. Oh, there's a difference. <laughs> no, kind of. <laughs> One's a group effort and the other one is uh, just, just me and only me and that's it. Being a oh, cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> So how do they do that? Where, 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 where would they go to figure that out? So the first place to get involved would be make.wordpress.org slash core. There's a handbook there that will give you directions on uh, your first steps to go to, and if you need help, hop, hop over to 
chat.wordpress.org to get access and join us on the WordPress.org Slack instance where we have all our core development chats and pretty much everyone's available for pinging. Awesome. And if you are going to watch one of those horrible 90s hacker movies, I, I recommend Sneakers. Really? Oh, yeah, I haven't dude. seen yeah, that one. Sneakers was probably the superior. Like, Come on. Come on. Crash it's overload. It's got it's Robert Whistler. Redford. It's got Robert Redford. It's all about Whistler. More <laughs> games? Oh, well, okay. All right, if we're going way back, War Games is the... <laughs> War, Games, War Games actually still holds up. That is the ultimate. I was throwing all the way back. Uh, Steve, I suspect, could even talk about some Atari 2600 games. <laughs> I've got <laughs> right there. <laughs> um, yeah, watch the documentary Atari Game Over. I watched it this weekend. It's fantastic. No, I was specifically talking about there was there was a little period in Hollywood where they had they came out with a whole bunch of hacker movies right at the same time, and they were all terrible. <laughs> they were, yeah. Remember the net? The oh, what? The Bullock. net. The with net. The yeah. With the three-and-a-half-inch floppy disk that could oh. bring out everything. Same period of time. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and the, the lesson, and lesson in that one is that you had to get out and see your neighbors and not just spend all your time on the interwebs because then nobody would know who you are and they can't vouch for you. True yeah, you lies. know who I am. True Lies had oh. a hacker component to it as well. They were stealing a floppy disk. Floppies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> that is about it for this week. Make sure you go to our website. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can click on the little thumbs up button. That'd be great. Or leave a comment down below. Thank you very much for being on the show, everyone, today. And you have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. It's a 3D model of the save button. <laughs>